If you enjoy our content and think this is important material, the best compliment you can pay is by sharing this with your friends and family. This helps us out a lot. Also, if you enjoyed today's program, please like, comment, share, and subscribe to this podcast. We would love to hear from you. Welcome to the Truth in My Days podcast, where we defend the Word of God against the challenges of men. Hello. Today, we have Sonia interviewing John about natural theology. This is about whether we can know that there is a God through natural revelation. We will be continuing from the previous episode today. We hope you enjoy. Well, it wouldn't matter if they were, because these are not just genealogies. They are what we call chronogenealogies that have this numerical data in it. For example, Kainan lived 70 years and begot Mahalalel. Mahalalel lived 65 years and begot Yared. Yared lived 162 years and begot Enoch. So here's the point. Kainan lived 70 years old, begot Mahalalel. And if we say that in Hebrew thinking, any of your descendants is, you're begetting any of them. So maybe Mahalalel was not Kainan's son. Maybe it was his grandson or great-grandson. It wouldn't matter because we know that there were 70 years between the birth of Kainan and the birth of Mahalalel, regardless Wait. of his relation. Okay, but, but how, how do we know that it doesn't mean Kainan lived for 70 years in total and he begot Mahalalel at some point in the 70 years? Although I guess that would make the earth even younger, so it wouldn't help. Well, actually, I, I put this here, but if you look at the full text, it will tell you how long... Kainan lived after that, and how many, he got, we got sons and daughters, and he died at such and such an age. So, no, this the, these numbers are telling you how old he was when he begot the next name on the list. So, maybe Kainan had a, lived a certain number of years, had a son, who had a son, who had Mahalalel, and Mahalalel is his grandson. There's still 70 years from the birth of Kainan to the birth of Mahalalel. How far do these genealogies go? Well, this one in Genesis 5 will take you all the way to the birth of Noah. And then we know how old Noah was at the, when the age when the flood started. Genesis, Genesis 6, 7 will tell us that. So we add another 600 years to the total. The flood, we're told, lasted for a year. In Genesis 8, 13, add another year. Then we get another chronogenealogy in Genesis 11. Our fox, we're told, was born two years after the flood, so we had two years. And then that chronogenealogy takes you all the way to the birth of Abraham, 220 years later. Genesis 21.5 tells us how old Abraham was when Isaac was born. Genesis 25.26 will tell us how old from Isaac's birth to Jacob's birth. Genesis 47.28 tells us how much time passed from the birth of Jacob to the time he moved to Egypt. And then in Exodus 12, 40 to 41, we know there were 430 years from the time that they went to Egypt to the Exodus. And then 1 Kings 6, 1 tells us there were 480 years from the Exodus to Solomon's fourth year. Now, by the time we get to Solomon, that's fine because now we have the kings and we have their regnal years. We know how many years from one king to the next. And that goes all the way to the start of the Babylonian captivity. That's when the monarchy ends. And that is then a is, is a fixed date in history, well known, 587, 586 BC. So we have God breathe, chronological data, telling us how many years passed from the creation of the world to the Babylonian captivity. Then you add on your 586 and your 
it's now 2022, you add that on, we get a maximum possible age for the Earth of 7,687 years. It's not exact. We can't know exactly. It could be as young as 5,844 years because there are certain uncertainties. When Kainan begot Mahalalel, was he 70 years and one day old, or 70 years and 300 days old? When oh, so if you add those up over so many generations, you actually could get a couple thousand years. Well, not a couple thousand years. There are other possible uncertainties, but we take all of those into account. The Earth is somewhere between 5,844 years old and 7,687 years old. So, so that's where the numbers are. It wouldn't matter if there are gaps in the genealogy, as I said, because that, that doesn't affect it. It wouldn't help them also because what they would need to try to reconcile the Bible with the claims of atheistic science would be long periods of time before Adam, not after him. So you try to, to shoehorn a lot of years into the genealogies, it still doesn't help. So there you go. There's a bit of uncertainty, but maximum possible age for the Earth, 7,687 years. And this number is based on propositional statements in the Bible, not on indirect inferences based on questionable assumptions. This is what the Word of God actually says in so many words. And if we believe that the Bible is actually God-breathed, His Word, Word of God, written by men carried along by the Holy Spirit, should we not believe it, regardless of the claims of atheist scientists? Well, if, but uh, to be fair, if we saw some other holy book that has scientific errors in it, that would tell us that that book is wrong. So can't someone turn around and say, okay, but because for whatever reason, we, we know that the earth is actually older, then that means your Bible is wrong and your religion is wrong. Well, skeptics would certainly say that, and they do say that. Christians shouldn't, I would think. But yes, you're correct. There are Christians who are bothered by the fact that what they think the scientific evidence says doesn't line up with what the Bible says. But they needn't be, because it's not true. The scientific evidence, per se, does not contradict what the Bible says. And there are many good ministries out there staffed by scientists who are Christians who will show this. Institute for Creation Research, Answers in Genesis, Creation Ministries International, and of course, Truth in My Days. It's only by adding unwarranted assumptions that the inferences can be drawn against what the Bible says. It's not the evidence per se. It's the evidence combined with their inferences. So why any Christian would accept that is not clear when, as I said, there are plenty of good Christian scientists showing you that in fact the scientific evidence does not contradict what the Bible says, and in fact, and you don't hear this in schools, there's more actual scientific evidence that the earth fits into the biblical time scale than there is against it. So definitely, they should not be taken in by it. They were warned about this through Paul himself. 1 Timothy 6.20, reading from the King James Version, O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings and oppositions of science falsely so-called. So science is specifically mentioned. Does this really refer to evolution? So Creation Ministries International, this is as an argument we shouldn't use. They, they say the important thing here is the meaning of the original Greek word translated science, which is gnosis, 
and in this context refers to elite esoteric knowledge that was the key to the mystery religions, which later developed into the heresy of Gnosticism. This was not an error by the KJV translators, but an illustration of how many words have changed their meanings over time. Yes, Creation Ministries International does say that, and they are wrong, very much so. There's absolutely nothing in the context of 1 Timothy 6.20 that would suggest that the reference here is to elite esoteric knowledge that was the key to the mystery religions. I don't know why they would read that into it. It's absolutely careless on their part. The word gnosis, the Greek word, is used 29 times in the Bible, uh, New Testament. It never refers to Gnosticism or, or elite esoteric knowledge. Almost always it's actually referring to spiritual truth for us to gain. We have that uh, in the pre-Christmas story. He, bring, he will bring the knowledge of salvation to the people. We're told in Second uh, Peter chapter 1, from verse 5, add to your faith virtue to virtue knowledge. Knowledge is seen as a good thing. It's not a negative. It's not esoteric knowledge. Because it's a positive thing, that's why here they have to specify that it's knowledge falsely so-called to show that it's a negative in this passage. So, no, they're wrong about that. And in fact, interesting, as far as words changing their meaning, they say, oh, that's why they use the word science in King James Day. Today we use the word knowledge. 28 times out of the 29 times that Gnosis appears in the New Testament, the King James Version translates it as knowledge. This is the one and only one passage where they translate it as science. Maybe they knew something that we didn't. Now, the one thing that they get correct is that Gnosis, falsely so-called, doesn't apply only to evolution or to claims of, of billions of years old Earth. It doesn't apply only to them, but it certainly does apply to them. Either way you translate it, it applies to these things, so neither translation gives us an excuse for being taken in by the claims of billions of years old Earth against the explicit propositional statements in God-breathed scripture that the limit, age limit of the Earth is 7,687 years. Uh, what, what do you say to this argument? That scholars defending evangelical Christianity in the famous fundamentalist modernist controversy didn't make an issue of the age of the earth and therefore it's not all that important. Well, if that's true, I don't know that all of them didn't make an issue of it. I, I think across the board they didn't. It's not the only error they made. But people who raise this argument are overlooking one fundamental fact, one crucial fact. The fundamentalists lost that battle. They came out losers in the fundamentalist modernist controversy. And that doesn't surprise me. Losing is inevitable if Christians knowingly deny something the Bible expressly says. Those, those fundamentalists knew what the Bible said about the age of the earth, but they were being misled by science falsely so-called. This is why they didn't want to make an issue of it. And this in part is why they lost. As more and more of our scholars and leaders deny what the Bible says about this, and it's not the only problem, is it a wonder that our church in the Western world is in such a parlous state as it is? Yeah, because if the Bible is wrong on one thing, then why not say it's wrong on everything? Yes, as the Bible says in Psalm 119, the entirety of your word is truth. And Jesus says in John 10, 35, scripture cannot be broken. You need to defend the Bible in its entirety. 
this kind of idea that we can pick and choose which parts of the Bible are trustworthy, it just doesn't work. It's Jesus himself who said that if I speak to you of earthly, you do not believe me on earthly things. How will you believe me on heavenly things? In John 3, and it's a, it's a very good question, because if we're saying we'll believe the Bible, and everything we can check, or so many things that we can check it's wrong on, why would we believe it on things we can't check? Isn't it interesting also, I think it's Richard Dawkins, you know, that, that flaming atheist who, who, who mocks young earth creation and picks on people. I think it was Dawkins who once said that, look, I can respect a young earth creationist. Yeah, I don't agree with him. I think he's an idiot. But he's at least consistent with the book he sees preached. I have no respect for people who are coming to me as professing Christians and trying to bend their book to fit evolution. So if we think that that's going to convince people to come on board, it's not. Yeah, especially I just don't understand the motive for trying to bend the Bible when there are all these people out there explaining why it's not true, that the scientific evidence doesn't show that the Earth is so old. I just don't understand the motive. I think that there's, there's two. One, they've actually become convinced that the claims of atheistic science are true because, oh, almost all scientists believe it. It must be correct. The well has really been poisoned against groups like Institute for Creation Research and Answers in Genesis. It's very strange when you discuss in Christian groups on Facebook about this, and you show them that these Christian organizations have arguments proving that science supports the Bible. Oh, they're not real scientists. Why not? They're, they're credentialed. They have the same qualifications as any other scientist. Why would you say that's not real science? Only what the atheists say is real, is real science. Like how... They have been dragged into that. I don't know. The other issue is they think it makes it more palatable for the world, that you're more likely people are just not going to believe if you go with that. So if you, you bend it to fit evolution, people will be more willing to, to listen to the Bible. Well, how many other things are they going to then try to bend to make it more palatable? That's an excellent question. And I've asked it before and they, they just go silent. They don't give an answer. But suffice it to say, if you look worldwide, where is the church growing? It's growing in places where people still believe scripture and believe in its entirety. It's not growing where people are trying to make accommodation to evolution. It just doesn't work. And Jesus himself said that it doesn't work. If you don't believe the earthly things, you're not going to believe the heavenly things. Well, John, thank you for this presentation. It's very useful and I look forward to seeing you next time. Well, thank you for the interview, Sonia. Thank you for listening to the Truth In My Days podcast with John Torse. We would love to hear from you. Please feel free to share any questions or comments you may have. You can reach us on Facebook, Instagram, MeWe, and YouTube. Simply search Truth In My Days as one word. Again, Truth In My Days as one word, no spaces in between. And you can connect with us. You may also visit our website for more comprehensive material and to learn more about our ministry. Our website is truthinmydays.com. Thank you.